The following is a special presentation of the Dudes in Hyperspace podcast. So, fellas, we are live from the con, finally, after a year and a half. We, the Dudes in Hyperspace podcast, are live from a con on a Sunday morning, and I need more coffee. <laughs> uh, I'm having my Diet Dr. Pepper right here for, for my caffeine intake. Yeah. It, it is the night after Screaming Cats. I mean, I'm sorry, karaoke. It's the night after karaoke. It was, man. So... Dear word. And I thought it was crazy two years ago when we did the karaoke thing and what was in the dealer's room this year. Holy camoly, man. It was like there was twice the people packed in there because it was twice the space. And uh, holy cow, man. But props to Kevin Eikenberry for busting out the uh, the friends in low places. Yeah, I, Always a classic karaoke yeah, feature. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, a good karaoke song. Yeah, if, man. You, if you come to these things and do some karaoke, don't be nervous. Just because you're the one holding a microphone doesn't mean the entire room isn't singing along with you. Oh, yeah. So Yeah, and based off of the setup that they had going on last night, you hardly couldn't hear the singer anyway because everybody was so blame loud. Yeah. So well, it was a good time. I, I, I think that's sort of a metaphor for the entire con. We've all been so uh, feral. Uh, you know, we're joking that we would be feral coming here. Yeah. And we, uh, we basically all showed up and were so exuberant to see... Friends and family, the chosen family that we haven't seen for two years now or a year and a half yeah. now. And we, <laughs> we've been running around like freaking the squirrels, just yeah. hugging and, and Everybody, smiling and laughing and doing crazy stuff. No, Briscoe Woods just stopped by and said hi, and then he ran away. Oh, so yeah. shout out to Briscoe Woods and his very fine hat. For uh, I am envious of that. I want that hat. No, I'm nice serious. Hat. That is a good-looking Stetson, man. Oh. And you used the word feral, which was appropriate, because it was a room full of feral cats. <laughs> so, well, I mean, seriously, I would liken this weekend. I went home to Florida, um, I guess about a month ago now, for one of my best friend's wedding. Uh, Dave Daniels, former host on this show, uh, got married back home in Tallahassee. We went home for that. And that was the first big crowd event that I had been to in 14 months. And everybody, it was clear, everybody there was ready to be there right. and we had an absolute ball that night at his wedding and wedding reception this con was like a whole weekend of that yeah. everybody was just thrilled to be here it was nothing but hugs and smiles and it is damn fine to see you again sit right down here grab a beer or a coke and tell me what you've been up to what you've been writing how's the family in them how's your mom in them oh, yeah. you know it's been that kind of weekend yeah and, and with some restrictions being lifted i was I was really glad to see more than people's eyes. Yeah, no doubt. Honest. No doubt. Man. Yeah, you know, the the mental health of getting to see smiling faces. Uh, obviously, I don't want to dwell on, on the negatives here, but the positives here is we got, to be, we got to be amongst people smiling and laughing and enjoying themselves. It's hard to overstate how healthy that is for people's psyche. Uh, yeah, man, no doubt. So we got any favorite panels or anything from the week? I want to, before we do that, I want to say props to you, man. The new mythology panel yesterday was impressive. Uh, It was a great presentation. Clearly, you guys have got a lot in store for that press. So fantasy listeners, New Mythology Press, be there and know it, because you're going to be hearing a lot of that in the next year or so. Uh, Yeah, we've got a a bunch of things planned. Um, Chris has done a a lot of things to to make that, uh, bringing Claudia Newcorn stuff in, bringing Barbara Eber stuff in. Uh, Kevin, giving Kevin the opportunity to do uh, burnt and accepted and um, tired. So I'm like, released. Released. Um, 
I should know this. I'm the publisher, right? But I'm, my, my brain's a little tired. You've been busy this weekend, buddy. <laughs> Seriously, man. Every time I look up, Rob Hallett is like a blur of red or blue or black or whatever color he's wearing that day. My man's like the Barry Allen of Fantasy. Well, uh, Yvonne Jacobs, who did all the programming here, and this was her first time doing it. and Sensational she, job. She, uh, she got thrown into it at the end. Uh, she did exactly what I told her to do, which was use me. I was on 10 hours of panels this weekend, which is a ton. Like, most of the time you go to LibertyCon and you're on four to six panels over the weekend, and that's, and then you do a few other things here and there, but I was on 10 hours of panels, not mentioned some of the other things. Oh, my God. The man, the myth, Minion. the legend, Johnny Minion, makes an appearance. Hey, Be glad this, this is radio, folks. This is an awesome folks. podcast. If you don't listen to it, you're too lazy. <laughs> He Who? says that to the people who are already listening to the podcast. <laughs> hey, how's that? Uh, hold on. We need you to reach the folks that aren't listening, Johnny. I don't That's know right, man. understand how this works. <laughs> but, okay, hey, appreciate you. So there, there's another example of the con in a nutshell. Yep, no doubt, man. Uh, favorite panels, I would have to say um, the CKP upcoming year panel is always a lot of fun. In one, you know, in one instance, just because he's got a lot of content that's really cool coming out, but also because you really get a flavor for all of the personalities and people who are affiliated with this publishing company in one hour. Yeah. Like everybody was there, even Casey Azell, who like zoomed in from Japan, right. um, <laughs> where it's like three o'clock tomorrow morning right now. Um, you know, was was there via remote? We got to hear about everything from the Four Horsemen universe to. Um, to what's going on with new mythology, to the other stuff that's happening in Salvage Universe, Fallen World. Yeah. It's a good hour. Um, another one that jumped to mind for me was um, the All in the Family panel that you guys did. I thought it was a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a good time. You know, that. That, was, that was neat. For those who aren't here this weekend, that was a panel that featured um, Kevin and his son Nick, who also writes in, in Salvage Universe and is also the purveyor of some mighty fine spirits, I would and add. And also... Uh, he cleaned up. He made sure the uh, uh, the patio was cleaned up yeah. after both nights when Chris Kennedy Publishing did our party. He's the one who did all the hard work to make it to make it clean. Yep. And it certainly couldn't have been me because I was toast. Was uh, was this his first panel or his first con? Yes. Way to step up, Rook. Yeah, way, <laughs> way to step up, up Rook. You yeah, earned your wings, sir. And you know what? In that CKP panel, he was in there representing Salvage because I was on another panel at the time. Yeah. So that was good for me yeah. know, to be able to have, to have that. So uh, I was on the uh, We Don't Salute Anymore, which is a panel with ex-military okay. um, and how our military experience helps in our writing and, and, and that kind of thing. So that was good. Um, I thought the Radio Waves panel that I did again this year was the music and genre. We had a lot of fun with that. Uh, that was me, Marissa Wolf, and... Um, uh, was it Melissa Oltoff, one yes. of the new fantasy yeah, writers with New yeah. Mythology? Wonderful lady. Yeah. Uh, her smart. and Barbara Evers, this was the first weekend I'd had a chance to meet the both of them. Super, super cool people and yeah. great writers. Yep. So uh, what about you guys, man? What were some of your favorite panels over the weekend? I think my favorite's got to be the Songs of Valor panel, which yeah. uh, I was... Uh, it, it's got all the authors who were here from Songs of Valor talking about their stories. And it was a little disjointed because I'd never uh, done a panel that was two hours long. So right. I was trying to figure out how to balance the time and pace it right. And I struggled a little bit in there. But fortunately, we had a lot of people contributing. Uh, David Weber, if, he, if you can get him talking about some of the philosophy of writing, uh, he's really put a lot of thought into uh, structure and uh, pacing 
And if he starts talking about that, you want to listen because it's a master class right there. And yes. There was a ton of things he dropped that I'm like, oh, I could do that. Uh, but it was in general an a wonderful opportunity to talk about M Melissa. Mm -hmm. uh, there was Casey Moores, and then there was James Chandler, who were the three winners or three finalists in the uh, contest who were here. It was great to give them a chance to be on the stage with Larry Cree, even if Uncle Larry was only there for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and David, and Dave Butler, who is an amazing dude, uh, yeah. and so on down the line. So that, I have to say that's got to be one of my highlights this weekend. Good. Yeah, yeah that was a good panel. It, and it, to explain how I came to write a fantasy book um, and settle that within myself because... Um, you know, well, religion's really important. Your yeah. faith is really important yeah. to you, and, so. and, and you've got to respect that. If you yeah. don't respect your foundational right. beliefs, whatever they happen to be, then it's hard to be honest as a writer. I think. Right. Yeah. And not not to go into religion here on the podcast, but basically what it was was the conflict of can I write about deities and, and demigods and other gods when it's clearly written, "Thou shalt have no other gods before me." Right. And to be able to write that, I believe I found a balance and a way to do that that hasn't been done. Whoa! Who do we got so, here? We got Christopher Woods. Chris Woods, the man, the myth, the legend, the mastermind, founder of Fallen Worlds. You got anything to say to our uh, wonderful uh, listeners? Um, I don't know. We've got uh, <laughs> quite a few books coming. Yeah, out and uh, I seem to recall uh, Fallen Worlds has like eighty-three new books coming out in November. And yeah, yeah, eighty-three of them, and uh, I'm going <laughs> to write maybe two. <laughs> Tell them about the Fallen World uh, universe. The Fallen World universe came about with a uh, the con all the companies, massive companies, took over from the governments, and uh, then they started doing hostile takeovers, which were physically hostile instead of just uh, uh, financially hostile. Right. And it ended up coming down to nuclear bombs and blowing up most of the world. And the Fallen World takes place in the, the leftovers. What's left? Ooh. And what's how many books are in that series now? Fourteen. Fourteen books in a series that you created from scratch. Yeah. How many books in Salvage Title? There are twelve now, and one Chris has another. I really need to get my butt in gear. Clearly. Yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, they can keep you busy around this place. Yeah, they like, can. They can yeah. keep you busy, big I, time. I think my favorite line of the weekend that, that I actually said was, uh, we were in the uh, new mythology panel, and, and somebody asked. Well, you have all these series that start and stop, and my response was, we have all these series that start. Yeah, that's a good line. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> and, and, and speaking of the salvage, the salvage system, because I'm going to plug my series, uh, Chris Woods and, and, and a friend of his wrote a really outstanding novel in it. Go ahead and just give them the, the gist. Smuggler's, Smuggler's Run is a novel about uh, one character who has... A womanizing problem, gambling problem, and one guy who's obsessed with the 1980s, which is 8,000 years in the past. So <laughs> he's not very accurate with his love of the 80s, but he really loves the 80s. And these two get through a whole bunch of misadventures through a novel, and we're working on a second one. Cool. So I, I took a little bit of inspiration from that uh, for a short story I might be doing for the... Uh, for Kevin coming up, uh, I've got a little bit more whimsical, even more whimsical take in some ways than yours. <laughs> Listen, the cover of Smuggler's Run has a spaceship 
with a 70s hippie van paint job on the outside of it, okay? I don't know how you can... And the guy <laughs> the guy in the, behind the wheel is Van Hagar. His name yes. is Van Hagar, which just touches my heart in so many places. He was the lead singer of Poison back in the day. Oh, yeah, so that's what you mean by not really... Oh, yes, and it's stuff. all throughout the book. It's, it's okay. throughout the book. Uh, I'll be he, doing some he of that, He really too. knows Ozzy the Batman. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> so, now, did I hear this right, that uh, William Joseph Roberts has submitted that book to the Guinness World Records? Yes, he for has. For the record of most pop culture references in a book? In yes. a science fiction novel. novel. That's awesome. And if, they, if they accept the actual category, then since there's no one else in it, we'll actually probably actually get it until somebody turns one in with more. Now, right. now are they doing this by... By word count, like a uh, number of references by word count, because I may very well blow you away with my short story. That's all right. <laughs> let, let it happen. As long as they let get the award, the award for one day, then it happens. <laughs> if, I, if I get that award and then somebody else takes it, I had it. Because <laughs> nice. I think I'm up to 53 in the first... Uh, no, uh, first, more than that. I think I'm like up to 80-some in the first uh, 4,000 words of my short story for... For Kevin, uh, that's a lot. References. <laughs> that is a lot. So, all right, man. Well, Chris Woods, thanks for stopping by the show, man. We got to get you on here for a proper interview at some point. So, yeah, yeah. check all your right. calendar, sir. We'll have our people get in touch with your people. All right. Thanks for putting your nose in and getting grafted. <laughs> see you later. All see right. you, man. Uh, let's see. Oh, by the way, uh, Ian, if I see somebody else poke their nose in, I may very well invite them in too. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, well, that's the fun of doing these right here. Yeah. See, it, to, to steal a phrase from a sports radio guy that I'm friends with back home in Tallahassee, this is the loosey goosey edition of the show. That's it. So uh, very loose, very casual, you know. And the hope is that maybe you capture a little bit of that con spirit in a little 30, 40 minute broadcast. Yeah, so. well, there is the con spirit, though, of, of, of totally the. Dude, you haven't seen in a while, and you start talking about the projects, and yeah. then you start talking about, well, I'm doing this, and I'm doing this, and it gets to be a oh, yeah. feeding off of each other for yeah. ideas and, and oh yeah, oh yeah. Stuff. Oh, there's like three novels now that are gestating in my brain after this weekend because I sat around BSing with Kevin, and or because I sat around BSing with Kevin Eikenberry. Yeah. Or It'll Chris be a Kimmy. salvage novel. I'm just checking. Yeah, I, there was one of those as a salvage novel. So we can we can thank the Nick the Rookie Steverson for, for for spurring that along. Nice. So yeah, a uh, couple of revelations that came out of this weekend. Now that Street Survivors is live and in the world, oh, thank you to book. everybody who bought that book and made it a success. It's been number one uh, number one new release in science fiction adventure, I believe, for most of the weekend on yeah, Amazon. Action adventure sure is. Hold, hold that orange tag on number one. Yes. I haven't even looked at the release that I've oh. been involved in. I haven't even had a chance to look. I, I'm, I'm doing it right now. Uh, but I actually was involved in the release as well. The first book that I ever uh, edited uh, and ran as publisher was released to, uh, at the same time as Street Survivor, and that is Responsibility of the Crown by uh, G. Scott Huggins. Great to meet him, by the way. Yeah. I'd heard a lot of good things about his stuff, but this weekend we actually had to hear from him. Good dude. Yeah, and uh, he great gave me a, a, a great story, a great story arc, and we had to hone it a little bit because um, it, it just had a little bit of extra stuff. But it was absolutely uh, a, a brilliant character and a, character and a story that uh, we were really, really having a great time with. So I'm excited to be a, a part of that. And I think you're going to love Scott Huggins going down the road, and I think you're going to love this series because it's it's got a lot of 
coming of age, it's got a lot of action, it's got a lot of growth in characters, it's got a lot of intrigue, and it's got magic and battleships and all sorts of blending of technology and mysticism. It's really a neat, neat collection of stuff. Cool. A couple of uh, other revelations that came out of the weekend. You can speak to this. You got two back-to-back anthologies dropping in salvage. Yes. So talk about way to explode open your freaking universe, dude. Like, that's a major infusion of new writers, new stories, new characters, new ships, new systems. New storylines. That's crazy. Yeah. It's uh, Like, go big or go home. Two back-to-back anthologies is big time. Some people done back-to-back novels, back-to-back releases, and that's not unusual in in the business because that's, that's smart business. You know, people finish something and they want more, and there it is within a month. Yep. Well, we're doing that with anthologies, and we think it's the first time somebody's done back-to-back anthologies like that. Yeah. So, and, and what's the theme that you that you told me to do? The theme is it takes all kinds. So make up a race. It's 8,000 years in the future. There's thousands of races. Make one up. Uh, I did make up a race for this. Uh, you will find this race very uh, interesting, uh, and I use that in, in all sorts of bookmarks. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think you'll like the story. Uh, got a nice little hook at the end, I think. What's the name of the story? Uh, the name of the story is Careful With That Axe, E. Eugenia. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mine is, uh, I'm actually going to be in, and I believe it's the first one that's going to come out. And for those who, who read my uh, short story in the first Salvage anthology, which was Salvage Conquest, I created a planet called Akala, and one of the new races I introduced was a, a group called the Rioli. Uh, green-skinned humanoids. Never really got a chance to say much else about them other than I introduced them via one character who's kind of a sleaze bag. Well, that character shows up as the protagonist in this short story, which will be my third one. He's still a sleaze bag. Uh, well, he's a sleaze bag that's been through a lot and had yeah. to take a few knocks and has figured a few things out. Right. And so, um, you know, that's going to be the gist of this. But I've, I've loved creating Akala from the jump. And uh, could, could be reading more about the, the planet Akala and the folks in Akala City. Sometime here in the coming months, so we'll we'll leave that be for now. Nice. I want to touch on something Kevin said a few minutes ago. Um, it is really you you release Street Survivors today or yeah or Friday. Uh, my novel, uh, Ravening of Wolves, gets released on June 18th. There's going to be another one about three weeks after that from the Four Horsemen universe, and and they come out about every three weeks in that universe. That consistency means that there is. If you're a fan of that universe already, you are always going to get something new. And if you haven't picked up that universe yet, you're going to have basically all the reading you want. We really appreciate, uh, first of all, our readers, but we also appreciate the the nice uh, advantage that gives. Um, And as publisher of New Mythology Press... I'm not giving any spoilers away that I'm recognizing some of the techniques that Chris Kennedy and others within Chris Kennedy Publishing have done well, and we'll try and take advantage of those techniques as well. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be some fantasy things along those lines that take advantage of, of some of those things. Sure deal. Well, we're coming up on about the 20-minute mark, which I think is probably going to go ahead and cash us out for this today. I know I said 30 or 40, but... I'll be honest with you, i got to get the car loaded up and get uh, get ready to check out because we're actually splitting the hotel today. But uh, but thanks to Chris Woods for dropping by the by, uh, dropping by for a second. Uh, the incomparable, the legendary, the one and only Johnny Minion for making an appearance. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, good times. Thanks, as always, to our presenting sponsor, Chris Kennedy Publishing. Uh, we say it every time, man. We can't stress enough. Doesn't matter what you're into. Mill sci-fi, space opera, stuff about the craft, fantasy, 
urban fantasy, paranormal, they got everything. Post-apocalyptic, it's all there at chriskennedypublishing.com because they are message-free sci-fi with a slice of fantasy. So, parting shots, gentlemen. Anything you want to close with before we start to button this thing down? I want to say that slice of fantasy is getting bigger and bigger. And over <laughs> the next year, there's going to be a ton of stuff from new mythology. And if it's going to go the way it seems to go, be going right now, it's going to be amazing stuff. So be from slice to whole pie. To whole pie. Whole the pie. whole pie of fantasy is coming your way. <laughs> whole pie. I just want to say, you know, we don't we don't have cameras on the podcast, and uh, and all of us have faces for radio, so it's probably a good thing. <laughs> but had we a camera, you guys would have seen uh, Johnny Minion give Rob the Wet Willie when he showed up a while ago. So, <laughs> not the first time. Sadly, probably not, not going to be the, the last. <laughs> no. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. As always, if you enjoy this podcast and you got a shot to leave stars and reviews, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, YouTube, we certainly appreciate it. That helps us push up the rankings. Uh, if you want more about the show, you can find us online at sharkflight.com. Just click on the Dudes in Hyperspace tab. And if you want to find us on social media, we are everywhere. Probably going to do some Lister Mail questions on our next episode, guys. So hit us up with those on social media, hashtag Dudes in Hyperspace, or you can email the show at dudesinhyperspace at gmail.com. Rob, you got something else? Yeah, I just wanted to say, tickets for next year's fantasy, Fantasy yep. go on sale at 2. Yep. Uh, By the time this goes out, I'm, my goal is to get home and get this edited and get it out this afternoon. Uh, by the time this goes out and you guys hear this, Fantaside tickets are on online and on sale for 2022. You better grab them. So Fantaside.rocks is the website. Those sell fast, uh, particularly the dining out, the military dining out for the 4HU. If you want to get in on that, uh, you you best get up on the wheel and do it because they go they go very quick. Yep. Uh, all righty, fellas. Well, thanks for the time. Y'all travel safe, and I will see you guys the next time on the episode, on right. our next episode. All right, guys. Y'all be good. We'll talk to you next time on the Dudes in Hyperspace podcast. See you.